What do you get when you bring together safety professionals from Alaska, Montana, and East Tennessee? You get a podcast with a twang. Hosted by Alan Wolford, J.R. Kitchens, and Betty Stout. Dragon Up 6.0 is on the air. Wherever you go on the internet, Dragon Up 6.0 is there with you. DragonUp6.0.com. This show is brought to you by Safety FM. And now, from Dragon Up 6.0, here is Alan the Safety Guy with something new. A mind in constant motion. Now, what's that? What's that spell? Alan, something's burning. This is Alan Warford, Alan Safety Guy, coming live and partially sober for Dandridge, Tennessee. Today's show is sponsored by Javier Diaz, owner of JPC Construction Services in Greenville, Tennessee, and is powered by a half a bottle of 19 Crimes the Uprising. Neither of these two outstanding organizations are responsible for anything I say during this course of the show. So, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you may be. We're glad you tuned in. So, one question you may have and it may be able to answer is why we're just doing a single show well my co-workers and co-hosts and co-sponsors need a break well you know one of the things that uh you're supposed to do with the podcast is continue communication and one of the things i'm trying to do is line up you know we've got some guests that we're going to be bringing on hopefully from the trades and from you know a variety of people that are looking to get into the safety trades and you know people outside our industry altogether uh, one of the things that we intended to do with dragon up 6.0 was to change the face of the safety podcast you know a lot of people look at it and they say well you know you're competing with this individual and that individual and they've got this type of rating and they've got this type of signature and that's all right you know but just like you know there's a people with a great deal of differences in what they like to listen to and we hope to be one of those shows you know, we were very fortunate in the beginning, uh, back in the day before Dragon Up 6.0 came about, that I had a chance to be on Sheldon Primus's uh, podcast, and that was my very first recording. And much like today, you know, I really don't know in which way to go, but I know what I want to do. So I'm cutting a new path, and hopefully, you know, we'll take a different way, and uh, we'll enjoy the ride together. But, you know, following that... I was fortunate enough to work with the Safety Justice League, and that was one of the best times of my life. I'm not going to deny it. Uh, being able to talk to the team and, you know, get answered a variety of questions, you know, that's that's what inspired me to reach out to J.R. Kitchens, our sound producer and, you know, longtime friend from our time working together up in Alaska. Uh, he and I got to know each other over the years, and I know, you know, his unique and incredible talents, not only from working in the country music industry, but also, you know, just being as a uh, fellow worker on a remote military base out in the middle of nowhere. You know, we were just really a couple of hundred miles from outside Russia. We had targets painted on our back, didn't care. I mean, we got every day. Uh, up at the same time, roughly, put boots on the ground, and we did amazing things. You know, and if you've never worked in a remote situation under high stress continuously, 
uh, you haven't lived. And uh, that's one of the things we did. We, we took it day in, day out. So, you know, we mentioned uh, the history of starting up Dragon Up 6.0. What a mind in constant motion is, you know, that's just a one-on-one chat. This is just Alan Wolford, Alan the safety guy, coming at you with things that have come up to mind. And today it was triggered. This show was actually triggered today by a posting I saw on LinkedIn. And it was by Jason Maldonado, uh, you know, one of the members of the Safety Justice League. And what I noticed in there was that he was looking for a job change. So for all you hands, all you safety professionals, safety practitioners, however the hell you want to, you know, title yourself, if you know of something going on in North Carolina, Jason didn't say specifically east, west, north, south, but if you would, remember, karma comes back in spades. It plays both edges of that sword. If you're going to be an ass, it's going to cut you with the ass side. If you're going to be an angel, it's going to tap you on the shoulder and knight you. So if you hear of anything, look up Jason Maldonado. That's M-A-L-D-O-N-A-D-O on LinkedIn and on Facebook and hook a brother up. You know, and it's not just Jason. I know every day... Uh, myself, Betty, and others will get on some of the safety professional sites on Facebook, on LinkedIn. You know, we ch- talk to uh, Jody Considine and uh, discuss a lot of, you know, people that are out there right now looking for work that have been impacted by COVID, uh, corporate shutdown, corporate changes, layoffs. Ch- you know, th- there's so much going on right now. And if you see something, put it out there. You know, don't wait for somebody to come up and say, hey, you know, have you heard anything? If there's something that you have knowledge of, if there's somebody you know that's looking, put it out there. You know, there's quite a few people that will hold back because they themselves want to reach for that gold star. And it may not be their time. It may not be their opportunity. You know, so the worst that can happen is you do good by somebody else. And then, like I said, karma comes around and kisses you on that cheek and sends you on your way. It's going to come back, I promise you. So, you know, having said that about Jason, um, you know, one of the things that I really liked about where he put this out and he opened himself up was, you know, he talked about a little bit of fear he had because a lot of people aren't ashamed to ask others, you know, hey, will you do this? Can you uh, lend a hand? Can you lend an ear? But sometimes when we ask for ourselves, that's the most difficult. You know, whether it makes us seem sensitive, whether it makes us seem vulnerable to a situation, that shouldn't worry you. You know, never be afraid to take care of yourself. Never be afraid to take care of your own. You know, we've got families. We've got extended families and friends that are currently, you know, worldwide hurting, uh, lost jobs, or for some reason drug up, you know. So put the word out of anything that you know that's going on. You may not need it. You may think that, you know, it's nonsensical, that no one's going to have to look at it and say, well, that's not for me. But then they're going to remember somebody said, hey, you know what? This happened. This position came open. I put it out there. And a guy that was, you know, living out of his car with his family, you know, being pulled from site to site, that hooked him up and that helped him out. It doesn't take but just a second to post it, and millions of people will hopefully pass it around. So when we're talking about passing around, we're talking about helping, you know, one another out. You know, there's still the issue out there. Um, I was just recently approached by another friend of mine I met on LinkedIn. He's working on a special piece 
uh, that he's writing, you know, about suicide and all the stuff that goes on in the construction industry. And we, you know, we being JR and I did a piece not too long ago about, you know, killer stress. And, you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is it's getting worse. It's not getting better. Don't close your eyes when you know there's a situation. If you see a change in somebody, you know, stop them and say, hey, are you okay? You know, the Safety Justice League, uh, Dr. Jay Allen and many of his shows and many others say, hey, you know, uh, there's certain conditions, there's certain things going on. People are having a hard time. You know, if you don't have the time to listen to them, hook them up with the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. You know, and if the person's down, you know, don't just leave them there. Call for help. Ask if they've got family. Find out who they know that, you know, uh, can reach out to them. Somebody that, that's going to be able to listen because they've had similar situations. I can't tell you how many times in the past... And if you've not listened to the podcast about, you know, killer stress, you know, I go into detail about things I had to survive. Um, You know, different things affect people differently. So don't turn a blind eye. Again, you know, if you know somebody in need, you know, text us, email us, uh, the Safety Justice League, Dr. J. Allen, you know, hundreds of other people out there. But just stop and take a moment and, you know, maybe what you'll do will be impactful. And again, remember, karma comes around. So, you know, going into this, we don't want to stick people, you know, in the mindset of, you know, suicide is all they talk about. There's all these issues. Yeah, there's a lot of trauma going around. So on the flip side of that, remember karma. If you see somebody's having a day, bring up some good news. It's like, hey, guy, I know you're feeling down, but you don't look like half the shit you look like yesterday. You know, some people are not going to be responsive to sarcastic comedy. You got to know your audience. You got to know the people that you're talking to. So approach with caution, you know, be empathetic, lend an ear. But again, if it's over your head, get somebody, get a professional and call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. All right. So moving right along. We talked about Jason Maldonado uh, needing assistance in North Carolina. But here's somebody that no longer needs assistance. You will not find Betty Stout's profile on FarmersOnly.com. Rumor is, and rumor being the pictures that I saw, she was sporting a new ring on Facebook. And it's something that could possibly cause her an ergonomic injury in her left wrist and to her elbow. We're not talking just carpal tunnel, but... You know, I don't know how easy it is to go cow tipping or any of the other ranch specialty Olympics that she's involved in. So if you guys are going out there and you're wondering what happened to Betty Stout, I've got it on good information, basically because I texted her and found out that she will still be the twang in the show. Now, there may be some restrictions, you know, because once you get attached to you know, let's say a significant other, you know, you got to spend time with the people that are really important. So we hope he understands that we were here second to him, but we're going to be first with her. All right. We just want, we just want equitable rights. JR and I would like to meet and we would like to discuss and, uh, you know, possibly sign something that just says, Hey, we get her for two days a week. Can you hook us up? All right. Moving right along. So one of the best shows that we have responses to 
was to the show where we had Gerald Austin on uh, discussing a lot of the issues and things that he saw in his career as a welder prior to becoming a welding uh, inspector and instructor, you know. And one of the things that he talked about was his enjoyment and his coming full circle as being a teacher and a trainer. You know, a lot of people out there were, you know, we were talking earlier about how jobs were hard to find and people were looking, you know, for their trade or craft. Hey, don't be afraid to stand out, you know, and do something different. I learned from JR in a conversation the other day, actually yesterday, we were trying to discuss, you know, if we had significant funds and we were talking about, you know, uh, I guess just taking money and looking at certain people and say, hey, what would you do if you had the opportunity to do this? You know, where would you take Caitlyn Jenner? And and that's one of the standing jokes we have. But if you had the opportunity to change like Caitlyn Jenner did, I mean, look at that. An Olympic athlete now has tits. Who would have thought? He still has bigger balls than most people. I mean, if you think about it, I don't know what the hell the Kardashians did or what type of influence they had on him. It can be negative, but at least they can give him, you know, some classy dressing uh, examples and maybe help with, you know, hair and skin and all that. But, you know, that took balls. And Caitlin, Bruce, you know, if you're listening to the show, I hope you are. You know, while we would say, hey, with unlimited funds, where would we take you? Dude, I would hang out with you any fucking time. You're an Olympic medalist. I don't give a shit if you're wearing Louis Vuitton. I don't give a damn if you just put on a pair of Levi's. You're still a great and amazing person. You've done some outstanding stuff. And you took a step for yourself. My hat's off to you. And I would like to get an autograph if that's possible. If you're listening to the show, uh, you know, just reach out to JR or myself or Betty. Uh, if you want to email us again, uh, Caitlin and Bruce... Uh, it's Allen, that's A-L-L-E-N, at draggingup6.0.com. J-R is J-R at draggingup6.0.com. Or excuse me, I got that wrong. I See, the 19 Crimes is really good. It's helped me to relax. So it's Allen, A-L-L-E-N, at draggingup60.com. J-R at draggingup60.com. And Miss Betty Bishop Stout is just Betty at draggingup60.com. So we would love to hear from you, Bruce. You're an amazing person. Um, you know, again, we ask people on the show about it because, you know, it's just, it's incredible what you've done. And, you know, while a lot of different people may shake their heads and wonder, no, you keep on, you know, doing what you do. We, we'd love to see you running high heels. That would just be the craziest shit ever, but I think that would be great. All right, so we got pulled away just a little bit. Uh, getting back into Gerald Austin, one of the things he was talking about was his transition from being a hand and into teaching. So where that came up uh, in the conversation I was trying to get to is don't be afraid to transition. You know, one of the conversations Jar and I had yesterday, he was talking about an agency called Manpower Temp Services. And it was a company I hadn't heard of in years. Um, but if you're hurting, reach out to a temp agency. It's amazing. You, you can bounce from job to job. They'll move you around until you can find something to help you get you on your feet. But believe it or not, that's a huge thing right now is temporary workers. Yes, the pay is not the best. It's hard to get benefits. 
Do not starve. Do not suffer. Do what you can while you're waiting on that one call because the karma is coming back your way. So take an opportunity. Take a chance. You know, and, and if we can help, we will. You know, same thing I'm asking you guys to do to Jason. If you send me a message to Alan at DraggingUp60.com or to Betty at DraggingUp60.com or JR, hell, we're going to help you. If we can put your name on the show, we can get 10 listeners. 10 listeners have five friends. You know, we're just going to magnify it. You know, they're, they're, you have that seven degrees of separation. Everybody talks about somebody will come your way. Somebody's going to be your knight in shining armor. It's not me. You know, but I will be the catalyst for that change for you. And speaking on change, uh, today on Facebook, I had, had some really good interaction with people. Uh, one of the things I put down on LinkedIn and Facebook, and you'll see that we put these in, you know, side by side, it's because I'm reaching to the people on LinkedIn at the management and higher level, and then I'm putting to the real world safety people. I'm not saying that LinkedIn doesn't have them as well, we're, we're on both. But the ones with their boots on the ground continuously, you know, looking to uh, expand on their current situation. But one of the things that uh, we put out there is I, I made a conscious decision not to re-up my Red Cross certification. And that caused, it caused a bit of commotion. Uh, I've not seen anything negative. I know some people thought of that and they said, well, how in the hell are you going to teach it? I'm going to teach it. I'm just not going to be able to certify or give a card right now. Not anything that has the Red Cross training. The Red Cross is an amazing organization. It has nothing to do with them. I had no disagreement with them. Uh, I had no issues with them. But one of the things I had an issue with was when I train people, I train it to actual situations. I can't do that in a classroom. And I'm not going to put the Red Cross into a bad view, you know, behind somebody's trigger because people today, you know, they think about liability. Uh, I have people say, Alan, you got to worry about this. You got to worry about that. And I was like, no, um, I can do the best thing with the best intention. You know, I can go out there and change someone's tire and it looks great. And people say, hey, thank you. And then they're in an accident, and then they come back and say, well, I didn't put a lug nut on. I didn't, you know, tight it, tighten it in the correct pattern. I didn't do this. You know, and it's unfortunate. You can't just be a good person. And like I said, the Red Cross is an amazing organization. You know, it came around in 1859. Henry Dunant, a Swiss man, came up with it. It's spread across the globe. They've held POWs throughout the wars, you know, providing care packages. They do disaster relief. I will always, always love them. And if I can support them or help them, I will. But one of the changes, you know, like we were talking about Jason Moon in North Carolina, people doing this, Caitlyn Jenner. One of the changes I made is I decided that it was too important to train people to real world situations. Yes, CPR, AED, the first aid that the American Red Cross and American Heart Association, all these great agencies provided, was training that will help us. Um, but it has to be done in a very specific setting. And people have saved lives. Many, many hundreds of thousands of people have saved lives with that classroom training that they received. Unfortunately, on the construction side, it's not the same. Uh, yeah, the guys can bandage up an arm. Uh, some of them will provide CPR. But some of the stuff that I saw in the training, you know, it doesn't train it for the real world of construction or certain industries. It gives them the perfect startup. 
it's the key to open that lock but what we're getting ready to do here in the near future myself and other former army combat medics uh, some tactical EMS personnel and wilderness first aid personnel are looking at the full scope of construction you know outside in the weather in the environment and training people the types of conditions so you know if you're saying well how the hell is that any different um, in your American heart your Red Cross or any other first aid training if a construction worker falls on a piece of rebar that someone forgot to cap how are you trained to secure that what do you do when a person is suspended off a scaffold and you recover them did you get any training on how to put them on a long spine board to get them down start to teach uh, tra teaching excuse me I got that one messed up uh, but treating them treating them for orthostatic intolerance fall shock uh, any injury to the head anybody show you how to put on a c-collar and mobilize you know the simple things triage treat and transport and no the Ray Cross can't do that they're teaching you the right stuff for most situations which you're gonna have in the household which you're gonna have in some uh, general industry sites but what we're having to do is train a new breed of people you know everybody gets up and they say we'll hire off-duty EMTs hire your local you know volunteers you can't always do that on some of these projects the budgets are so small you know you generally will find one safety person per 25 construction workers that's not always going to happen it's not always viable you can't get people into those areas they're going to be spread out and it's difficult so look for some changes coming up here in the near future we're going to have a construction safety program geared towards the first aid rescue and stuff for a variety of scenarios and it's coming from a variety of personnel not just myself uh, I've trained hundreds out in the field I've trained them in various environments you know in case they got sprayed with anhydrous ammonia does anybody else teach you that has anybody ever told you how a truck driver or a farmer let's think of a basic farmer he's out in the field you know he's putting that nitrogen down in the soil getting ready to get for his crops and he has some anhydrous spray on him what does he do there's no emergency shower out in that field so how do you train him well it's simple and it's stuff I've been teaching for years you know so this is stuff we're going to be providing to others you will still need American Red Cross certification or you will need American Heart or any of the other you know first aid training programs for the basics you know you have to know about how to do a sample report because you're going to need this information you're going to have to know basic you know bandaging procedures you know stabilizing consent implied consent all the legal stuff but then we're going to take you to the next level oh yeah we're going to make you a rocket surgeon and as if that sounds odd the other things that have occurred you know people still use super glue for bandaging you know why because it's available and it used to be used for by so many people for so long ago but again you need the legal aspects that can only be provided by professional services like American Red Cross American Heart but we're going to take it to the next level boots on the ground you will be the best at what you do and it's because people like Jason Maldonado Jared Kitchens uh, 
Dr. J. Allen, everybody that provides this karma, this additional karma that we're giving out. And then someone's going to call them and say, hey, Alan, did you know about this? Did you treat him with this? It's the same thing people ask me all the time when they said, what do you mean you can risk rescue somebody with a chain fall? That's bullshit. Yeah. You, you talk about harnesses have to have 5,000 pounds of, you know, uh, shock resistance, you know, per person attached. How much does a chain fall have? They're not falling in it. You're lifting them. So as long as I got 1,000 pounds of lift... I'll pull his chunky ass up. I will get him to a flat level position and start treating him. Everybody has a significant reason why they're here. Everybody has a significant purpose. And as we move forward with more of these shows, not just a mind in constant motion, but with the dragging up series and our other stuff that we've got moving forward, if you are not changed, if your life is not changed, if your mind is not recharged, and you are not empowered by the information we give you, tell us turn off that that phone or other listening device switch over to something mundane and hear the same thing over and over this is alan the safety guy thank you for listening to today's mind in constant motion on dragon up 6.0 now go out and do amazing things but plan prepare communicate engage the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Alan Wilford. J. Allen.